Well, good morning. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Hope everyone had a happy, healthy, and, well, prosperous New Year. So uh, 2023 is going to be better. And, you know, I, I come out with words uh, for, like, the year that I want to concentrate on. And, and, you know, people come up with resolutions and whatnot. And last year's word was empathy. But this year's word is confidence. So uh, we're going to confidently introduce the next two guests. So here we go. And now, by way of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, he is a mortgage loan originator at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. He is from Toronto, Canada. Eh? He loves flying and 2 a.m. pizza. Stand up and make some noise for Adam Jarazuski. <laughs> and now, by way of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, he's the broker owner of Remax Experience. He is the incoming 2023 president of the Broward Palm Beach and St. Lucie Realtors Association. He loves to throw good parties, is part of the Bills Mafia, and is the self-proclaimed Jenga champion of the world. Stand up and make some noise for Chris Kresman. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you for I the am really good at, I am really good at Jenga. <laughs> yes, you are. I, I, I've noticed. <laughs> I don't know. Amy Melendez might come after you. No, I'm unde- undefeated. I'm going to undefeated. stay that way. <laughs> well, good morning. And honestly, thank you for uh, coming into the um, uh, podcast and the, the Facebook live show and whatnot. And, uh, you know, how's the market? <laughs> uh, the, the, the market slowed down a little bit, but I think it's um, it's actually become a lot healthier than it has been the last couple of years. So it's uh, definitely something to look forward to, especially if you're a buyer. You know, um, you know, and we, you know, we talk about negotiation and we talk about, you know, it's funny because, you know, for so long, buyers wanted more options, right? Now they got more options and now they don't, you know, then they're like, well, now there's too many options, right? So, you know, how do we get to a balanced market where buyers um, are looking to purchase, maybe have some negotiation power um, and sellers are selling And, and, you know, and I think, we're almost there because we're getting uh, a lot more opportunities um, to get to that market. Yeah, I think we're I think we're already there. I think uh, we're quite balanced. The the price increases have slowed down substantially, so we're not seeing you know twenty three percent year over year, month over month uh, price increases. So I think that uh, we're certainly back to what is is a healthy balanced market. I think that. Uh, We've got a little ways to go, but we're certainly looking a lot better than we were in the past. Awesome. Hey, Adam. Yes, sir. The mortgage market, you know, you guys suck. You, know, you <laughs> just keep increasing the uh, interest rates, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, like, what, what's going on? I mean, you obviously um, dictate how, you know, how much the interest rates are. Well, so not, not, personally. Me, not me no, personally. No, no, not me personally. No, no, no you, Adam, <laughs> of course, yeah, it's dictates it's, it's the entire fault. world it's my fault. that the interest rates are going up. It's so we fault. like we like them to come down. It's my fault. So <laughs> obviously 2022 w- was a tough year, was a tough year. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of 2022, I was looking at a chart today. Interest rates, 30-year fixed, three and a quarter. Wow. They hit seven and a quarter in November of 2022. That's a 4% increase in 10 months. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge sticker shock for uh, potential buyers. That certainly put the um, brakes on the market. That put the brakes on the market big time. I, I mean, the, the Fed is trying to fight inflation. We get it. But I think that they just did, did it too quickly. And it, and it really threw people off um, looking to purchase a home from three and a quarter to seven and a quarter. Thankfully, we're down to about six and a half right now, um, which is, you know, almost a full point percent better than what we were in, in November. So we do see rates coming down on a downward trend. Um, inflation is 
getting under control. It's still not where they want it to be. They want it to be at 2%. We're at around 7%. But it's definitely better than it was 8.5% back in you know, the middle of last year when, when they started raising these rates. So what what dictates the you know the interest rates because you know so many people look at it and say oh well you know the the bonds up or the bonds down or the you know the Fed you know raises the interest rates or what so, yeah good, no good question so just just because Feds raise interest rates like they did in November of last year doesn't mean that interest rates for borrowers are raising for mortgages because we already anticipated that they were going to be raising those rates so we priced in that increase way before it even happened. So if if the Fed would have raised the rates more than we anticipated, then rates would have gone up for mortgages. If if the Fed would have lowered rates more than we anticipated, rates would have come back down. So that's that's why we're seeing a slight reduction in interest rates right now. Um, like I said, they're off they're down by about three quarter of a percent. Awesome. Yeah. So um, it's so weird to hear you, you just said uh, from last year. And right. last year was just a yeah, few yeah. days ago. So. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy um, New Year. Hey Ben, uh, real quick, could you uh, put the lighting on? Uh, I think the our video part is uh, the sun uh, came out. Yeah, something like that. Sorry about that. Um, you know, you know, it's interesting because consumers that are watching, you know, agents that are wa- watching, you know, the you know, we talked or I talked about the word of confidence because you know, in 2023, I think a lot of people are going to, you know, have some challenges. We're going to talk, probably, we're going to hear, you know, more about the recession and more about, you know. Um, what recession? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, you know, if you if you say it, you know, 10 times in a row, it's going to happen, right? Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, we keep saying it and the media keeps saying it, you know, eventually it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a challenging year, um, you know, financially for some. Um, and, and I think that, you know, as stewards of the industry, we need to use that confidence, um, you know, obviously backed with facts and, and, and such like that. But I think we need to instill confidence in, into our buyers, into our sellers, into our consumers that, listen, this is the real, you know, this is real estate. This is South Florida real estate, which is uh, significantly has a hedge. And I think it's important, to, you know, to, to, to push uh, forward that confidence. I think education is going to be key. Yeah. The, the, each agent needs to be very confident in what they're speaking about as far as the market's concerned, making sure that they've got a good team behind them as far as lender and title, and making sure that you know the consumer is able to breeze through a transaction with the utmost confidence that their agent knows exactly what they're doing and helping them make a sound financial decision. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, it's, uh, you, you know, what, I mean, you know, we talk about like, you know, you know, why you want to be a broker, right? Like a lot of people are like, you know what? I want to be a broker. I don't want to, I don't want to work for anyone or I want as an agent, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, um, you know, open up my own or whatnot. But what they forget is that you're working for 60 people at the exact same time when you're a broker. It's awesome. Isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, it, it's a funny thing, but it's, it's it, you know the the old adage you know a broker's broker than the, the their agents is uh one hundred percent correct by the 100%, way one hundred percent factual information. Um, so how's being a broker different than being an agent? So like I said, you've got you know you're working your entire team at the exact same time. So every single one of those agents that's in your office is one of your customers. 
Um, you need to make sure that they're making sound financial decisions for the businesses that they're operating. Make sure that they've got all the tools that they need to succeed. Make sure that they've got all the, the proper information on what's happening with the market. Um, but it's like dealing with, you know, to imagine dealing with 60 buyers all at the exact same time right. or 60 sellers at the exact same time. Um, it's a it's a heck of a lot of work. And uh, you've got to make sure that, like I said, the, those people have everything that they need to succeed at all times. Right. No, I, it's... um. You know, it's challenging and, and, you know, especially now agents are, are going to be looking for maybe creative ways, maybe creative financing, maybe, you know, um, you know, and creative ways to, you know, um, prospect and, and such, you know, um, how do you train your agents or what, what part of like, what kind of education do you give to your agent when they're saying, you know what, you know, is these lead source this good or that lead source is this good? You know, is there something that you like look at, um, you know, kind of going forward to see like maybe our ROI or, or whatnot? I think the, the absolute best lead source is going to be your sphere of influence. Even for a newer agent, you've got to be able to uh, get out there and prospect uh, for yourself. And uh, I think, you know, having those one-on-one connections with uh, people who are going to be big promoters of yours is probably the best way to do it. Um, as far as training agents, I mean, you, you really need to make sure that they understand that, you know, the, the basics of this relationship-based built, uh, business is really um, the most important thing that they could focus on is just getting back to the basics, especially in a market like now. You know, the last few years, people were just beating down the door trying to find a property because inventory was so low. Sure. Now you really need to, uh, you know, to work your, work your sphere, work your contacts, find out, you know, find out if somebody's got a neighbor that's looking to sell uh, or a neighbor that's looking to buy. And, and that really should be your source of your main source of business right there. Mm-hmm. Not, not, you know, online leads or anything like that. Sure. Um, let's talk about community um, and, and, and maybe teams even, you know, from, you know, Adam, like, you know, is it important to have like, a good team. Like as an agent, you know, you have certain people, you know, you know, obviously mortgage person, you know, a, a title person and those kind of things. Your photographer, your home stager. Yeah, like, I mean, so, you know, is it important to have a good team and, and what makes a good team? Oh God. Yeah. A, mean, good, insur- <laughs> a good insurance guy for Adam. Your, 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 your team is everything. I mean, it, it all starts with obviously the realtor um, referring the mortgage person, the mortgage person, then, takes over, gets them pre-approved. And, and if, if, if you're dealing with a reputable mortgage broker and mortgage company, you're going to know that that person is actually qualified to purchase what you're showing them. Um, whereas if he goes to, I don't want to name any, you know, those online lenders, those online lenders, all they do is they take an application. They probably don't even run your credit report. They definitely don't get any kind of income documentation, asset documentation, confirming what you said in your application is accurate. And you're spinning your wheels trying to find them a, you know, a million dollar property when they actually qualify for a four hundred thousand dollar property. So you definitely want to start by getting somebody pre approved by a reputable lender, um, and then from there, let's get a good title company involved. Let's get a good insurance company involved, a good home inspector involved, and all of those pieces are going to make for a really pleasurable transaction for 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 everybody involved. Agreed. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. Um, you know, so as we as we enter this twenty twenty three. What are some, uh, you know, you're you're the incoming uh, president, or actually today, you, well, I know you get installed in a couple of weeks, but uh, you know, basically, <laughs> he's now the president, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mr. President. Um, <laughs> that is so the first time. That's the first time he's been called. That's so weird. <laughs> so, um, 
tell us how you got involved in uh, your Realtors Association and, and why it's a, uh, um, what's the pros and cons of, uh, of, of, of being involved. Um, you know, you're the incoming president for the third largest real estate association in the country. Um, you know, lots of influence and, and such. Um, tell us how you got involved and uh, why are you doing this? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole industry, you know, behind uh, behind this association that uh, is relying on us to make sure that everybody stays in business, that uh, our advocacy efforts are, are, are fruitful and effective. Um, I was asked to sit on a committee years ago, and uh, it was the MLS committee at the time. Didn't turn out to be exactly what I thought it was going to be, but I thought that there were some changes in, you know, the, just the platform of the MLS itself. Um, that I might be able to have some input on. Turns out that committee wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, but I did like committee service. It was the first time I ever sat on a committee before for, for any type of association. Um, after serving on that committee, I realized that uh, you actually could make a difference in the industry. And this industry is so important to us. And, and making sure that it stays afloat is so important to all of our businesses. So I served on various different committees, found myself uh, getting involved in government uh, government affairs, which... I really liked that sort of struck a, a passion for me. Um, and I kind of got just addicted to the service aspect of it all. Um, and, you know, lo and behold, a few years later, the, um, you know, nominations had opened up and I said, you know what, I'm going to try and, and see if I can be more effective serving on the corporate board. Um, and one thing turned into another and next thing, you know, they, they you know, here I'm going to be the president of the association, <laughs> not something that I ever thought was going to happen. It certainly was never in my, um, in my plan or, or one of my goals. But, um, after you do it for a while, uh, I learned that, uh, keeping my mouth shut and my ears open was the most important thing because I had a, a whole heck of a lot to learn about the industry, about the association, the inner workings, why we do what we do how our advocacy efforts are, um, you know, making an impact. And uh, one thing led to another, and, and yeah, I, I, here I sit now. It's, it's, it's been a crazy wild ride. I'm excited. Um, but certainly, um, like I said, keeping, uh, keeping my mouth shut and my ears open uh, really taught me a lot of things to, to, to be effective in this role. Yeah, you know, um, you know, when getting involved in the Realtors Association, a lot of times, you know, involves being um, – being asked right like you know someone said yeah exactly like hey you know you want to do this leadership academy thing you weren't you're learning leadership skills it's awesome <laughs> you know the next thing you know you're, you're the president but um you know it's it's um it really is you know it's amazing because i think that if the realtors association the broward palm beach and st lucie realtors association wasn't didn't have so, like amazing staff amazing people to do this journey incredible. with like go on this journey together. Cause it's, it's, it's a, it's a big journey and a big task. Um, you know, I, if there was bad people, you know, um, you know, good people attract good people, bad people attract bad people. And, um, and, uh, um, I, I think we're uh, in extremely good hands with you as a, uh, as you're president. just saying that cause you're not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Make, make, make sure you make all the meetings. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. um but you're, you're, you're right though. The, the, the people that have come before me have been absolutely incredible and I've learned so much. I, I could tell you a hundred percent for sure. I've taken a lot more from, uh, association service than I've given. It's, it's impossible to give as much as you receive. 
um, as far as as far as learning um, the connections that are made, the the networking uh, abilities, um, and just general knowledge of the industry as a whole. I mean, it, being right there at the table and having your hand in major decisions that are being made that that affect the entire industry um, has been it, it's been incredible, absolutely incredible. Agreed. You know, and an agent, you know. You know, they don't really, you know, if they're not involved in the association, you know, they think that the value of the Realtors Association is that, you know, to give them the MLS, you know, or give them access. It's so much MLS. more. You know, and, and, and what people don't realize, and, and, and I encourage agents that are watching, you know, if to, to get on a committee, just one committee, it doesn't mean that you, you're all of a sudden now, you know, involved in, 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 you know, doing countless hours of service work. But what it does is it gets you to um, the people that if you have issues or, or you have questions, um, you're able to ask them and you're able to have a relationship, not just with your consumers, but you're allowed to, you, you have a relationship with the Realtors Association and, and the people involved in it. Um, it's, it, it's just really, really important. Um, you know, when we talk about the team, you know, this is part of your team. Right. This is, you Absolutely. know, the Realtors Association is part of your team. Huge right. part. You know, and, and, and the advocacy efforts are, are huge. And, and, you know, and affiliates get involved as well. It's not just, uh, you know, realtors or whatnot. And um, I think it's, uh, you know, an amazing uh, conglomerate of, of good people. Every, every realtor in the nation, it, it, I, I think, has a duty to be involved. I mean, it, you... There's so many things that are happening behind the scenes that affect your day-to-day business. And if you're going to be a realtor, you are operating, owning and operating your own business. You may work under another broker's license, but you are running your own business. And there's decisions that are being made every day that are affecting that business. You need to have a seat at the table. Sure. You need to have your voice heard because when something comes up, if it's something that you don't agree with, that's the time to you know let the world know that you don't agree when you're sitting in that committee room. No, that's crazy. We just go to social media. We post uh, stupid shit. <laughs> see on a podcast, you can see. It. I just yeah. got. By the way, I just got banned from Facebook. So, okay, no, just kidding. <laughs> Again. <laughs> um, How's, how important is social media in, um, in, in, you know, promoting your business, Adam? Like, is social media important in promoting, or what marketing tools do you use? I honestly am not a big social media person. Right. I, um, I mean, I'll, I'll scroll through Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that, but I'm not a big poster. So you're um, a voyeur. I'm a water. A voyeur. A voyeur. I don't know what that is. <laughs> He's from Toronto. <laughs> a voyeur um, is someone who watches. I, yeah, so I probably should do uh, more posting, and that was one of my goals for 2023 is to do a little bit more social media posting and get my face out there. Uh, most of my business comes from referrals, uh, realtors, past clients. Um, that's where I get most of my business from, Actually, pretty much all of my business from. Um, and it seems to be working, just giving everybody really great service and, and making sure they have a great um, transaction, um, and and you do it, you do a good job yeah. in educating, um, uh, agents as well. Absolutely. So one thing I want to yeah. touch on, um, you were asking what strategies for 2023, you know, what, mm-hmm. what could we do to, to soften this blow of interest rates for, um, potential buyers. So the, the so the old saying, marry the house, date the rate, right? Mm-hmm. Fall in love with the house, get the house under contract. Even if right now you're paying six and a half percent, in a year or two, if rates come down, which they're supposed to, to that mid four, low fives, you can always refinance, but you've got the house that you, you fell in love with. Right. 
Um, one thing that Fairway, my company, is doing, two things actually. One, buy now, refi later. We just uh, introduced this program last week. So if you purchase a home between now and March 31st of this year, you purchase it for whatever the interest rates are now. If rates come down and you want to refi before December 31st, 2023, we will cover all of your lender fees. So wow. that's, that's a cool little thing that Fairway is doing. The second one is a 2-1 rate buy-down. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of anything like that. Yeah. 2-1 buy-down. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, let's say rates are right now 6.5%. If you did a 2-1 buy-down, the first year of your mortgage, your rate would be down 2% from 65 which is 4.5%. For the second year, it would be down 1%, which is 5.5%. And then on the third year, it starts at 65 Hopefully, by the third year, we're going to be able to refinance you into a, a lower rate than 6.5%. But it makes a huge difference. I, I have an example here that I wrote out this morning. So on a, on a half a million dollar mortgage, if you did this 2-1 buy-down, 6.5%, which is the going rate, you'd be paying $3,160 a month, principal and interest. If you did the 2-1 buy-down, your, your rate's 45 that same five hundred thousand dollar mortgage is costing twenty five thirty three a month. That's a difference of six hundred and twenty seven bucks a month. Payment. Wow! Yeah, uh, and then in the second year it drops to it drops by three hundred and twenty one dollars a month. So um, the other cool thing about this is that you don't have to pay for it. You can actually get a seller concession to pay for this two one buy down. So it costs you nothing out of your pocket. And we're seeing appraisals come in higher. Um, a lot lately because, you know, the market shifted a little bit, right? So the comps that we had from three, four months ago, the purchase prices now are actually coming in a little bit lower. So we're seeing more concessions now um, being given by the sellers to the buyers, and you can use that concession towards this 2-1 buy-down, which would be a great opportunity to save money monthly. That's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and you know, and that's what people get concentrated, right? That's, you know, it's the media and all the information that becomes overwhelming. Um, oh, interest rates are high, you know, markets down, all these different things, you know, that, that, that people, you know, because we're a sensational um sensationalized society, right? right. Where yeah. we just constantly embellish, exaggerate, uh, jump to conclusions, impulsive, the whole thing, right? Um, and we react based on that. And, you know, if you think about it, yeah, interest rates went up, but there's so many creative finance. Even if the interest rates up to, went up to 15%, there would be ways, first of all, properties still sell, people still buy in those right. markets, yeah. right? Um, and there will be creative ways to finance. You know, don't ever let, you know, a number, like an interest rate, really dictate whether or not you're going to buy or sell because you know you know we're pretty smart people and we're we're involved in the uh the real estate um, market and the mortgage market but we're never going to be able to time the market like we can't you know the the, the best economists in the world are 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 wrong ninety five percent of the time yeah like like, like, like <laughs> weatherman <laughs> Lawrence Yoon keeps saying. Yeah. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. Right. Like he, he can't even tell. Right. He's got to be the smartest guy I've ever talked to. Right. And, um, and Lawrence Yoon is the uh, chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. Um, so I always end the conversation on with two questions. Oh, okay. Boy. Hang on. Before you get to that, yeah. one important piece for everybody who might be watching this, these interest rates that we're seeing right now are not crazy. 
Yeah. No. Think about pre-pandemic. And our biggest pool of buyers right now in this market is the millennial home buyer. They're making up over 40% of the buyers in the market. They haven't seen interest rates before, so they don't know what to compare it to because the majority of them are first-time home buyers. What they see is what's on the news. They see what's on social media, talking about the interest rates rising. So they think that they're, you know, getting the short end of the stick with these interest rates. It's not true. Through the pandemic, you know, the, the, the money was basically free. But post or pre-pandemic, the interest rates weren't that far off from what we're seeing today. So, you know, things really aren't as bad as what they're made out to be. You, you got to remember that, you know, the media and, and the news and everything, it's all sensationalized because, you know, the fear is what sells. So people are worried about interest rates that actually aren't that bad historically. No, agreed. And, you know, and, um, you know, I saw a statistic that just boggled my mind the other day. Um, it was um, um, 8% of realtors... Uh, only 8% of the entire country realtors um, has seen a average day on the market for 45 days, um, average days on the market. Really? And, and you're looking at it going, 8%? That's not possible. How is that, how is that even possible? But, yeah, it's, it's only 8% has actually seen that 45-day uh, um, days on the market. Because um, we had an explosion in new members. Yeah, yeah, we de- we definitely did, and you know we'll probably take a little bit of a hit. Uh, I would imagine from you know people who were deciding to go in or out or whatever, um, you know. But that might be a good thing as well, and and it's you know it's important to really you know if cons- for the consumers listening and watching, it's important to really choose your real estate agent wisely because it's you know, looking at experience and being able to navigate obstacles and challenges that are going to come up that, you know, sometimes, um, you know, it doesn't mean that the three or four or five year um, agent can't navigate those obstacles even better. Just make sure you interview them so that you understand, you know, what you're getting in, you know, you know, whether that real estate agent is going to protect you, whether that real estate agent is going to you know, work with you and, and, and understands the market, um, you know, and understands those challenges. Right. Absolutely. So my last two questions, you ready? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so my favorite for color those, is blue <laughs> for those <laughs> net, you know, for those that, uh, listen, um, they actually don't listen to the content. They actually listen to the Netflix recommendations. Um, so, oh so God. yeah, no, no one really actually li- listens to the real estate content. So, they always wait until the end. Just yeah. kidding. Um, I, so I love I love like streaming series and uh, you know I watch them and whatever. Um, what is your favorite all time either movie or streaming series that you watched? Yellowstone. Oh, 100%. Uh, Yellowstone, Yellowstone. Really? Not yeah. b- better than eighteen eighty three? I've never seen eighteen eighty three, but I oh. can't imagine anything being better than Yellowstone. So, that was my favorite. So number two is you, Dexter. Uh, I like Dexter. <laughs> uh, that's that's your president. Yeah, right. <laughs> Serial killer. <laughs> Serial killer and ranch that, owner. That was Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, Breaking Bad, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So, but, so 1883 is the prequel. Correct. For Yellowstone. I, yeah. You have to watch it. I, it's, I haven't started I, watching it yet. I have not seen now, the latest Now there's a new one, 1823. Or 1903, I think it is. Is that so, what it is? Something like that. Okay, so it's after. It's, a, it's <laughs> after thought, the... I thought it was yeah, even before. No, I think it's actually in between. Okay, okay. gotcha. Um... So we so we got a lot of watching to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are you currently watching? Uh, nothing. I'm watching myself work. There's yeah. uh, there's a lot going on this year. So I'm, I'm watching season five. I think I'm on episode seven of um, 
of the uh, Yellowstone. Of the Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I've been watching a, well, there's a couple of things. There's a, the, there's a movie like Glass Knife, Onions, whatever. Oh, we is. just watched that. Yeah, I haven't good. seen the end, so don't, don't you it's know. It's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. Yeah. And, um, and I've been watching, uh, or I finished Inside Man, and it, is really well. I think it's really well done. Is that a movie or a series? It's a series. It's only okay. four episodes, though. Okay, it's an hour each episode, and um, you know, so it's only four hours. You, can, you know, and it's about a um, two prisoners in um, death row. It's kind of like a combination of um, Silence of the Lambs and like. Rain Man, <laughs> like okay. I don't know, That's like, odd. <laughs> like it's, it, it, I, I can't really describe it, but it, it, it's it's really well done, and it's about how um, these prisoners basically solve cases that people bring the, of missing persons or murder and all this kind of things, and um, it becomes really really interesting um, the dynamics and cool. Wapner puts so, the lotion in the bottle, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very good driver. <laughs> uh, Chris, Adam, thank you very much for uh, uh, being uh, our guest, our first guest of 2023. Yeah. Right. Happy New Year. Thanks Happy for New having Year. me. Happy and healthy New Year. And um, This is my know, second time, actually. It is. It is. And I, I certainly appreciate you um, coming into the studio at South Boca. It's been our pleasure, it brother. It's been our pleasure. And uh, um, these are very good friends of mine. So um, if you have any bad comments, don't leave them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're easily uh, shooken. I don't know, whatever, shook. We're going to go with shook. Um, Anyway, Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. We wish everyone a happy and a healthy and a very prosperous new year. And uh, we will see you uh, in another week. Where's my breakfast? Uh, you know, I used to do that, by the way. <laughs> and it got very expensive. The, the chewing sounds didn't work well, well with these no, microphones. Well, it was like, uh, like I, I would bring like breakfast sandwiches or whatever. But then I had to like leave like 30, 45 minutes earlier. And I'm like, like, and I'm like, I was traveling everywhere, like all these different places or whatever. And uh, so I just kind of, COVID happened and yeah. kind of stopped that. Gotcha. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. All breakfast right. with the broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Thank you. Thank you.